It's now time for your Thursday edition of Montana at Noon. Let's start things off today with a look at that weather command forecast. Rest of today, chance of snow in the afternoon, new snow accumulation up to 1 inch, highs around 30, northeast winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, chance of snow near 100%, tonight cloudy, a 20% chance of snow in the evening, patchy fog after midnight, lows 5 to 15, northeast winds 5 to 15 miles per hour, Friday mostly cloudy in the morning then clearing, patchy fog in the morning, highs 35 to 40, south winds 5 to 15 miles per hour, Friday night mostly clear, lows 20 to 25, southwest winds 10 to 20 miles miles per hour. Saturday, breezy, partly cloudy in the morning, then becoming mostly cloudy. Highs 40 to 45. Southwest winds 15 to 25 miles per hour. Saturday night, breezy, partly cloudy with a 20% chance of snow. Lows around 25. Sunday, windy, mostly cloudy with a 40% chance of snow. Highs 35 to 40. Sunday night and Monday, mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of snow. Lows 15 to 20. Highs 30 to 35. Monday night and Tuesday, mostly cloudy with a 20% chance of snow. Lows 10 to 15, highs 25 to 30. Tuesday night, mostly cloudy, lows 10 to 15. Wednesday, partly cloudy, highs 30 to 35. Coming up on Montana at Noon, the Haver Middle School 8th grade students are doing an exciting rock climbing program. And a new bill passed the Senate regarding birth control in the state of Montana. Let's take a look at today's news. Montana detective Guy Baker, who specializes in violent crime, has an interesting perspective on cartel influence in America. So obviously the narcotics distribution into Montana and several communities has a gang influence. And in many cases where you have Hispanic gangsters, at least in western Montana, the source cities are primarily Washington and California. So those Hispanic gangsters will commonly kind of allude to having cartel connections to put fear in people that they deal with. That's been pretty common. But for the last four or five years, America in general does not realize the stronghold that cartels currently have and have made over the last four or five years in American cities. It's no longer where they're south of the border and they're distributing to Americans in these cities. They're going to cartels in these cities and Cartels are making a, a much bigger influence in America. There was just a story just two weeks ago by the Montana Department of Justice is out of Butte, where investigation out of Butte, which was an interstate drug conspiracy, and it involved cartel members who were prosecuted and sentenced in the federal system. So there are recent documentation of cartel influence directly in Montana being, you know, one of the states farthest from the southern border. Montana detective Guy Baker, who specializes in violent crime, has an interesting perspective on cartel influence in America. So obviously the narcotics distribution into Montana and several communities has a gang influence. And in many cases where you have Hispanic gangsters, at least in western Montana, the source cities are primarily Washington and California. So those Hispanic gangsters will commonly kind of allude to having cartel connections to put fear in people that they deal with. That's been pretty common. But for the last four or five years, America in general does not realize the stronghold that cartels currently have and have made over the last four or five years in American cities. It's no longer where they're south of the border and they're distributing to Americans in these cities. They're going to cartels in these cities, and cartels are making a, a much bigger influence in America. 
A new bill passed the Senate regarding birth control in Montana. Eleanor Smith from the University of Montana reports on the bill. Montanans have to go to the pharmacy every couple months to refill their birth control if they want to avoid getting pregnant or need to treat a medical condition like endometriosis. A bill that would change that by requiring insurance to cover birth control refills for up to a year at a time passed in the Senate Wednesday on a vote of 37 to 12. Republican Senator Jason Small from Busby carried House Bill 302 in the Senate. And we all understand while well, abstinence is the most effective form of birth control, it's kind of an unrealistic expectation a lot of the time. Plus, a lot of women have health issues that are controlled or helped out by taking birth control pills also, and those include things like ovarian cysts, endometriosis. They need the pills to help them function properly and correctly, and it's a matter of health. So. This bill will basically help prevent delays in coverage. Some lawmakers said they had concerns about prescriptions expiring or women not seeing their doctor on a regular basis. But Republican Senator Butch Gillespie from Etheridge said those worries aren't warranted. We had a lot of professionals testify on this and we hashed it out extremely well. So yeah, not much to fear there. So just read the labels and do what it says and, and you've got, you don't have to fear about running out this way. I thought that was a good strong point. The bill will now be sent to the governor's desk for his signature or veto. The Haver Middle School 8th grade students are doing an exciting rock climbing program. Haver Middle School PE teacher Carrie Phileas explains the program. We have a wall climbing unit that we do for the 8th graders at the middle school and we have two guest teachers that come in and help us and they have been wall climbing and rock climbing forever. So they come in so that we have more kids up on the wall and the kids get more opportunities and it's the only wall climbing area in Haver. So these kids are very fortunate that we are able to do that here and we take about a month out of the PE program for the 8th graders to wall climb. She continues to explain what the students are able to learn from the wall climbing experience. Most of the kids are very afraid of heights and very afraid of being up there. They don't trust wall climbing because they've never done it. They don't understand it. So I think they learn to trust each other. They trust the person, the belayer which is Pam or Dave, sometimes I do it, but they learn how to trust someone and they learn that they can conquer something that they're afraid of. A Washington man who admitted to a drug trafficking crime after law enforcement found fentanyl, methamphetamine, cocaine, heroin, and a loaded 9mm handgun in a search of his Billings hotel room and truck was sentenced to 11 years and 3 months in prison to be followed by 4 years of supervised release. U.S. Attorney Jesse Laslovich said Joel Lund of Seattle, Washington pleaded guilty in November of 2022 to possession with intent to distribute methamphetamine. In court documents, the government alleged that in September of 2022, an investigation into an individual caught with a significant amount of fentanyl led to Lund as the person who sold the drug from his Billings hotel room. Agents served a search warrant on Lund's hotel room, his truck and bags, and seized approximately 2,000 fentanyl pills, meth, cocaine, heroin, and a loaded 9mm handgun. Two Montana State University experts are preparing to contribute to remapping a portion of the Yellowstone River that was dramatically affected by last June's devastating floods. While practicing techniques they will use to help calibrate a new NASA satellite designed to continuously monitor most of Earth's surface water. A team led by Eric Sproles, assistant professor in MSU's Department of Earth Sciences. 
and Katie Plymesser, assistant professor in the Department of Civil Engineering, will float portions of the Yellowstone River between Livingston and Yankee, Jim Canyon, this spring and early summer to map the depth of the river and measure its velocity in 10 to 15 locations. They will use their data to calculate stream flows, thereby working with state and federal agencies to once again provide accurate real-time stream flow and discharge information on the approximately 30-mile stretch of waterway. Now, here's a look at today's wheat prices. In Hill County, winter wheat is selling for $8.12 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $7.97 per bushel. In Blaine County, winter wheat is selling for $8.02 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $7.92 per bushel. In Liberty County, winter wheat is selling for $8.17 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $7.97 per bushel. In Shoto County, winter wheat is selling for $8.12 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $7.97 per bushel. And in Phillips County, winter wheat is selling for $7.97 per bushel, while spring wheat is selling for $7.87 per bushel.